Big Stories of the Day Hashtag SAFM Sunrise well, don't forget your view on that, 086-000-2032. It seems that a group of South Africans trying to get out of Sudan have been stuck on a boat and they didn't have the right travel documents to get into Egypt. That seems to be uh, what's happening. You know, the conflict still in Sudan. Sipo talking about it. Two military groups run by competing generals there. Dr. Imtiaz Suleiman is the founder of the organization Gift of the Givers. Dr. Suleiman, good morning. Morning, Stephen. I thought all the South Africans had got out. What's happened? We also thought they all got out. Yesterday morning, I get a call from a guy on the ship. He says, between you two South Africans, we're stuck. So I said, where are you coming from? He says, from Port Sudan. He said, they were there since September last year on a contract. Everything was going well. Only two more weeks were left to finish the job, and the war started. And the, towards the end of April, the company said, it's not safe. You guys need to get out. The company made arrangements for them to go via the Red Sea to Port of Salaga in Egypt. And then I said, no, what's the problem? He said, we can't get off the boat. So I said, what's the, what's the situation? What's the problem? He said, we're not getting permission. Do we have passports? Yes. Do we have documents? Yes. We have flights to South Africa? Yes. And then, of course, we've got our intelligence services, DECO, the state security, everybody involved. And the question was, it, the problem was a simple one. Why did they come on a cargo boat and not a commercial liner? Cargo boat sends up some kind of images of being an illegal guy or a gangster or a drug dealer or whatever. So those kind of connotations come up. And we spoke to intelligence services. They engaged the Egyptian government, the foreign service, the National Security Agency. And the reply is a standard reply that you get in this kind of situation. We look at it. We work on it. It needs time. It needs patience. There's, we are inundated with similar applications, but we'll sort it out with, with you and we'll get back to you at the end of the day. Okay. So at the moment, they're still on the boat, but they are out of Sudan, right? So they're safe, but they are stuck on a boat. Yes, but fortunately this morning, 1.45 Egyptian time, which is 12.045 our time, the permission came through so they can leave the boat on condition there is consular support. In other words, somebody from South Africa has to say, these 22 people belong to me. I'm signing them off. They can leave the country safely. And so at the, we, I communicated with the intelligence guys this morning at 25 past four. They, didn't, they said they were not aware of that requirement. But they have to fly a person to Hargeida Airport from Cairo, go to the boat in Safaga. Those people then go back to the airport, fly to Cairo, take a flight to Addis Ababa into Cape Town. Okay, I mean, that makes sense to me. So if I was the consular official, I would have to take responsibility for these people and there'll be diplomatic repercussions. Um, so then from what we know, okay, so they're safe. There's going to be movement. They're going to get out of there pretty soon. Um, must be very difficult, very traumatic for a lot of people there, uh, Dr. Suleiman. I mean, you've been helping other people as well. And then, of course, there's the situation of the Sudanese themselves trapped in what looks like a civil war. And that's going to have a huge impact on food supplies for people there. There's, there's lots of ramifications, uh, 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 Stephen. Oh, you know, we put a note on the counseling, on the chat of all the South Africans in the first chat. And we said, you know, who needs counseling services? They're already calling in. Mm. People are saying we are completely damaged. We are messed up. We need support. We need assistance. We can't function. We're mentally messed up. And it's true. Just from the engagement with them. That's the reason I had, that's how I got involved in the first place. Just encouraging them in the first place when they were there. And already you could see this is going to be a huge mess from an emotional point of view. That's the one aspect. The second aspect is in the beginning when the war started, the South Africans' concerns were what's going to happen to the people of Sudan? How are they going to survive? The shops are closed. The hospitals are bleeding. The wounded are all over the street. There's dead bodies everywhere. There's no movement. There's no pens. There's no economy. What's going to happen to them? So that's the second challenge. The third challenge is those thousands of people at the border. Everybody doesn't have a document. They don't have a passport. 
because the passport was, was either with the company or in the foreign service or somewhere, and they had to leave. We took 26 hours to get the first batch out, but our same people said there were people there for four days before us, and they can't get out. So you have to have an internal support system for the Sudanese people. And all this, you know, it's, we just want to talk. Unless somebody stops this war, it's not going to happen. And, and, and the second thing is all those people at the border. There need to be some kind of international movement to at least taking food, water, milk for the kids, for the children, mm. some kind of shelter. It's 40 degrees heat. And there is no way this is going to happen unless somebody stops this war. Sure. Dr. Imtiaz Suleiman, thank you very much indeed. Really appreciate the time, appreciate the work that you and your organization, your people do. Uh, really, thank you very much indeed. And I think we actually need to try and get a deeper understanding of the situation in Sudan, something we may work out with a mediated conversation over the next couple of days. 16 minutes to 7.